Oh, that's good. I was looking for the recording. Started. I'm sorry. Who is she? <laughs> you know the set I'm talking about. Never heard that in my life. You haven't? Oh, does it play for you when we start recording? Yeah, it goes, recording started. Oh, no, no, I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> it really? So, like, you know the the sound it makes when, like, you type into the, the chat, like, that voice? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait. Oh, no, wait, hold on, let me try something, try it. Oh, my God, it's not doing it. I feel insane. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't hear anything? No. Oh, it does it every time. Ugh, this is troublesome. Um, <laughs> welcome to day 12 of my quarantine. What year is it? <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> today, hey everyone, my name is Ren and Patrick. We have Sophie G here. What's up, Sophie? Hi. And you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. Intro music. The Superlit Podcast is a podcast pertaining to books about the LGBT community. Wow, I I think I haven't had to do that in a while, and now I don't know how to. And a oop. Um, okay, so we're reading a book by a person named Sophie Gonzalez. I think it would have been very difficult if we ever got to interview her because you're both Sophie G. Yeah, we'll just come up with a different name for me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the book we're talking about is Only Mostly Devastated. And every time my mom walked by me while I was reading this, she had to comment on the title. Ooh. Yeah. She Why? Was like, I, she just thought it was, like, comical. I mean, it's like kind of silly, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for them to say it in the book, and they don't, so thank God. Yeah, they do. They do? Wait, what? Yeah. What? what? That, no. Hello? I, I, are we reading the same book? Uh, oops. <laughs> I, no, there's like a hundred percent a part where he's like talking about it, and he's like trying to calm himself down, and he's like, "I'm only mostly devastated." I don't remember that happening. Play the tapes back. <laughs> <laughs> did you read it or did you listen to it? I listened to it. <laughs> okay, well, let me let me read the book sleeve, and then um, we can talk about if you like the audiobook or not. I guess. Go for it. Okay, so, well, is it, okay, is it Tavers? Shit. <laughs> you listen to the book, you should I know. know. Um, I can't remember how they pronounce it. How's it spelled? T-A-V-A-R-E-S. I think it's just Tavers. Ah, uh, okay, well, okay, well, Tavers is a dream summer fling. He's fun, affectionate, kind. But just when Ollie thinks he's found his happily ever after, so vacation ends and Will stops texting him back. Now Ollie is one prince short of his fairy tale ending. 
To complicate the fairy tale further, a family emergency, which has Ollie uprooted and enrolled at a new school across the country, which he minds a little less when he realizes it's the same school Will goes to. Ollie soon learns, though, that the sweet, comfortably queer guy he knew from the summer isn't the same one attending Collingswood High. This Will is a class clown, closeted, and to be honest, a bit of a jerk. Ollie has no intention of pining after a guy who clearly isn't ready for a relationship, especially this new bro-y jock version of Will. Seems to go from hot to cold every other week, but then Will starts coincidentally popping up in every area of Ollie's life, from music class to lunch table, and Ollie finds his resolve weakening. The last time Will gave... <laughs> I am I almost made it all the way through. So proud of you. Uh! The last time he gave Will his heart, Will handed it back to him and trampled it. Oh my god. Handed it back to him, trampled and battered. Ollie wouldn't have to be an idiot to trust him with it again, right? Right. I almost did it. You tried. Um, before we start, I just want to let you know that Mason Deaver did a little blurb in the back of this book. Our friend. <laughs> our, fr- our best friend, Mason. Um, our other co-host. Uh, read, read the blurb. <laughs> Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't know if you cared or not. (laughs) (laughs) This push to talk really, like, fucks it up sometimes, because it's not, I'm laughing or reacting, but I'm like, shit, I'm not hitting the button. He thinks I'm ignoring him. Which is what I think all the time. Um, Irresistibly cute and hilariously sweet, this book warmed my heart with its characters and love story. Mason Deaver, author of the national bestseller, I wish you all the best. (laughs) Truly. So tell me about the audiobook. It was fine. <laughs> oh, after last one where you had so much to say, this one you're like, oh, I mean, that's all right. Well, it wasn't like, I feel like the last couple of ones we've had have either had like a full cast or some like element where it made it like interesting. And this was kind of just like, yeah, the narrator did a really good job and it was just like a regular book. I don't know. I think the one thing that like, I wanted to start off with this. This book is like the quintessential high school story. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way, but there's a party right like right at the beginning of the book. Um, there's boy ignoring other boy. Um, and there's like group of girls that like all have like the same chain necklace because they're in a clique and they accept him in. But it's like one of them is mean to him and it's like, why are you being such a bitch, Laura? Um, yeah, well, it's Greece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, um, the one thing that, like, when we start the book, um, Will, like, gets transferred into this new school in his senior year, of course, and it's just, like, Hulk or Fluffle, because his Aunt Laura, is, no, Aunt Laura? No, not Laura. Um, oh my god, what is his aunt's name? Linda. Linda, thank you. I was like, um, what is that? Um, Aunt Linda. Uh, she's sick, uh, she has cancer, and she's not doing too well. And uh, they are, his family decides to move to help out with Linda and their family. It's like Greece, but with more backstory for Sandy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much of Greece. Oh, I can, uh, would you like me to recount the entire movie and also talk about Greece 2, one of the most slept on sequels that ever existed? <laughs> I would love to not acknowledge the fact that we were passing like 30 year old adults off as teenagers that, and without even trying. Oh, 
some of them were like in their forties, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, that was that was a lot. Okay, but Michelle Pfeiffer's in the second one, and it's like it has some songs that slap. <sighs> I forgot about Michelle Pfeiffer. Isn't that her like first big role too? Probably. Greeks to watch party. Who's in? Wow. Anyway, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I t- that was, like, the one thing that I got, um, other than, like, I really, really, really liked um, Ollie. Also, I just love his name. I love, uh, for, a, like, a really long time, I was like, wait, did I mishear it? Is his name actually, like, Ollie, like, A-L-I? And then someone at one point calls him Oliver, and I was like, okay, no, it's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, his, his dad, is, I think, refers to him as Oliver in the full name. Yeah. I fully hate the nickname that the girls give him it's Ollie a nightmare you? if someone did that to me i would punch them in the face oh wow that's that's aggressive probably not but i would just be like please don't ever call me that again it he tried a, to it was a nightmare i would never he speak really to did try to trash yeah it was uh it was pretty amazing i actually kind of love the nickname ollie Oof. <laughs> oops but that's the thing. Um, this whole book is about basketball for some reason. Um, high School Musical meets Race, which isn't, is probably isn't, also isn't just... that also a High School Musical? Yeah. All high school movies are the same movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there's a sports There's a sports boy. There's and a then sports. There's, there's a not sports. And then <laughs> their friends are like, you have to like sports. And they're like, well, I can also like other things. And they're like, oh, I don't know about that. And then at the end, they're like, yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. When they were like, oh, Ollie's emo. I was like, what? When? When? When Homes. did that happen? Homes. I wanted <laughs> so much more backstory <laughs> about like what was I feel like his character was all over the place because he was like yeah i'm this like cute little like straight edge kid but also here's some fucking like pop punk that i guess pop punk is kind of straight edge never mind it tracks yeah it really does but like i was just picturing this like cute little nerd the whole time then he would be like like yeah some fucking player and i'm just like hanging out with these punk kids i'm like oh wait this doesn't match up hold on <laughs> yeah, no, when they were talking about like Ollie being somewhat emo, he was like, Well, it's not like it's 2007. And I was like, That's right. You tell him. Then I would definitely be fucking emo. Then I would be the most fucking emo ever. <laughs> anyway, I um, hated that. Here, I'm so sorry. My first note that I wrote down is people who wear high heels to high school are unhinged. I would have been her, I would have been Juliet. Every single time I saw any girl in high school wearing heels and I would just like watch her like limp down the hall by like fourth period and I just look at her and go, what's wrong with you? Why'd you do this? These are the popular girls. They don't limp. It's not worth it. (laughs) Oh, honey. Well, they mentioned that in the book because um, Krista, his cousin, um, is it Krista? It's Krista, I think. Uh, She is wearing the Elsa costume and she puts little kitten heels on and her mom, Linda, is like, Heels? Really? (laughs) In this economy? (laughs) And no one's going to help her. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, she was like, oh, she would have had to take a Tylenol to walk around in those all day because of all the blisters. And I'm like, guys, what? That, I, uh, excuse me? Yeah. (laughs) I know my, my, uh, idea of wearing heels is for four hours and a drag show, but, um, I feel like. Same? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they're not that bad. I don't know. 
I don't mind um, them. Heels are bad. People shouldn't wear them. I love them. Heels are I'm bad. I'm also People a drag queen and I can run in them. So there's a difference between like me being like, yeah, let me just jump off of something where the, wearing these stilettos and then like my normal people friends. Heels are bad. <laughs> Heels are definitely bad unless you're a drag queen. And then for some reason they give you superpowers. Okay, then. Um, so sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is a bad episode. Hold on. Okay. There we go. Fuck. All right. The foot, the push to talk's really fucking with me today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I have to press a button. I don't have the keyboard to do it. I literally have to click a push to talk button. I keep accidentally clicking, like double clicking, and then it doesn't register that I'm talking. Okay. I'm going to do better. <laughs> it's okay. Other than me, I kind of really loved Will because he's such a Sasquatch. Not Will. Um, oh my God, Ollie. Ollie is like an entire Sasquatch. Uh, Will he's is. A Sasquatch? Yeah, he's just sassy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, he's not that large. No. <laughs> I call people who are Hard sassy. to photograph. Yeah. <laughs> Always blurry for some reason. In the background of all my pictures. Always vibrating. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant, I call people who are sassy Sasquatches because I just think it's funny. Okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> God, <laughs> this episode blows. I quit. No. Shit. All right. Um, <laughs> wait. Okay. So wait. On the back cover, it like described Will as like a jock. Wait. What was it? How did it describe Will? Oh, it described Will as a um, fun, affectionate, and kind. And then do, 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 class clown, closeted, and a bit of a jerk. And then what? he's a broy jock. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no? like he, was, he was, like, kind of a piece of shit. Oh, like, well. when he was, like, yeah, when he was, yeah. like, well, I don't fucking, uh, uh, I don't know what K is. But, like, I wouldn't describe him as a bro. I don't know. I feel like. He seemed bro when he was with his bros. Maybe. I just feel like none of them. They were trying real hard to be, like, yeah, they're fucking jocks. They just, like, they all just, like punch each other in the butt but it's like a straight oh. way <laughs> what, what a jocks That's called do fisting. um but like but in a straight way true and, but i feel like it didn't have bro energy and i maybe it's because basketball is not i don't know i don't associate basketball with like bros i feel like they needed to be like you football don't? players no all i don't sports know are bro sports they're all the basketball players are just like Tall. Oh my god. <laughs> no. I don't know anything about basketball. You're the worst. I don't know. No, I definitely think that uh Will was not as broy as his bro friends. Um, but that's because we got to see like different facets of his personality. Whereas like Matt in the story uh is just awful. Oh, he's like a little himbo. Yeah, true. I like him. <laughs> You liked Matt. The, he was just a the little one Chad. dimensional character. Yeah. Yikes. Oof. <laughs> Why is this episode happening like this? He was um more dimensional than uh uh Duncan or what was the other guy's Duncan? <laughs> there was no Duncan. What's the other there's there was a third friend. <laughs> the 
one that Nima likes? Is it Neve? Okay. Neve. Neve? Neve. Okay. I didn't uh, get that. Is you it have... spelled like the weird Irish way? It's spelled um, N-I-A-M-H. Yeah, that's Neve. Oh, that to me. That it's looks Irish like... and it's dumb. I was going to say that. That sounds like Nima to me. It's like Shabon. It's not. It's what? spelled real bad. Shabon. Excuse me? Shabon is also like an Irish name that has like unnecessary amount of consonants in it, but it's pronounced differently how it's spelled. I don't know. I love both of those names, (laughs) but whoever has them is cursed forever because no one will never be able to pronounce it. I'm so sorry. Never. Um, I'm trying to see. I don't remember what um, Neve's. Is it Neve? Like N-E-E-V? Yeah. Okay, they they did that in the book and it's funny like right after they you meet her, um that's the the spelling of the name once and I was like, "What? I didn't get it." Is there like a pronunciation guide? <laughs> Is there could there be a pronunciation guide for everything that I read ever? That would be nice. Sometimes I ask my dad things. Oh, it's Darnell. That's their other one's name, yeah. What did you call him, Duncan? Duncan. Ew. Listen, I've been, like, rewatching Veronica Mars. Oh, no. Generic white toast, like, jock boy. I Duncan. thought you said white, the same. Toad. white toad. White <laughs> toad. White toad, a white snake cover band. Ooh. <laughs> um... But uh, we should probably talk about, like, the story a bit. Okay, if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I do. All right. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Um, so, uh, I didn't expect this book to be um, as heavy as it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I. so I'm, like, getting... So, Will... Will. I keep saying Will because I want the main character to be Will for some reason. Um, Ollie, well. <laughs> Ollie's... Uh, aunt is really sick and it's like, it starts off as like, Oh yeah, we're, we're hanging out here. And then they wind up moving into the town that she's in to help take care of her kids and to just like help her out in general and to be around her. And it just like slowly got really like much more heavy as the story went on. And I wasn't expecting that. No, it fully came out of nowhere. Well, no, I mean, it didn't come out, didn't come out of nowhere. But it came out significantly more serious very quickly. But I guess that's kind of how that shit happens. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I mean, I I guess. Um, I just wasn't expecting it. And the, this book, which is, like, I, I think actually very funny. I thought this book was very funny. It just, like, kind of is like, hey, guess what? This thing is happening. And then it goes on to, like, a, hey, guess what? This thing is happening. Yeah. It was rough. I actually, like, kind of cried a little bit in this book. And it, um, I wasn't expecting that. I have, like, complicated feelings. I don't know. Okay, so it really felt like that, like, a significant amount of the times that, like, something was happening with the aunt, like, serious things were happening where they were like, oh, no, you have to stay here and take care of the kids. Or, like, something really, like, distressing is happening. So, like, Ollie's, like, upset about stuff was just kind of, like, here's a plot device you can talk to the boy you like. And I was like, that's, that's kind of sucks. Yeah. 
Um, I think anyone who's been in that situation, which is, uh, I guess, a lot more people um, than you realize who have actually been through something like that, uh, it this topic is very difficult. And I think for a fully blown teenage boy who's like almost 18 and like that his dad says that to him at one point, like you're 18, you need to chill out. And he's like, I'm 17. But like, that's not a, a big difference here. Uh, the way that, um, that Ollie kind of like handles some of it is like, I feel like the kid should be acting more like that. Not him. Maybe. Well, no, I don't know. I feel like everyone like acted accordingly. It just felt a lot like, Oh, okay, here's the part in the book where the two love interests have, like, met each other and there's tension. So they, like, need some kind of moment where they can, like, spend a lot of time together, reconnect, and that's Thanksgiving. And then it's like, okay, now they've, like, reconnected, but then something happened and they had a falling out again. So now we need something dramatic to happen to one of the characters so that he can be like, I don't care if we're in the middle of a fight, I need to talk to you right now moment. Which, like, I kind of always love in (laughs) rom-coms. I really do love, like, a moment. Like, I love, uh, like, when Harry met Sally moment where there's kind of like, I don't care if you're mad at me, you're my only friend and I need to talk to my friend right now. But I also was like, oh, I kind of, like, knew it happened, like, from a mile away. (laughs) I actually didn't expect uh, that to be, I don't want to say like used in this book because it sounds bad, but I wasn't expecting that to be like the, this thing is that you don't want to happen is probably going to happen. And it's going to be uh, used in a way that like, so these two boys can like start talking again. I didn't expect that. Especially since like for the majority, uh, like I read the, the whatchamacallit, there's like the little, um, little opening thing. Um, it's a dedication, the dedication page, if you will. Um, I don't know if you had this in the audiobook. I didn't. Oh, okay. It says to everyone who in their quest to be cared for by another forgot how to care for themselves, your your needs matter too. I guess like for me that was like the overall like theme of the book. It seemed um that like you're able to put your needs first and you're you should be able to say like no, you're not treating me right. And granted, like, throughout the book, like, you see Ollie, like, cave and be like, wait a minute, maybe I'm not meeting this person's needs either. But I just didn't, (laughs) maybe because it just, like, this topic hasn't happened in, like, a a book that we've read, like, a YA book. We haven't really, like, breached the, like, oh, your family member's going to die halfway through the book. And you're, like, for, like, whatever reason, the first person you think of is this person you're fighting with. Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like this is, like, another moment where I'm, like, well, it's, like, a trope in things, but I, like, can't think of (laughs) another example. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this happened last time, and I was, like, well, it's a trope. I can't think of any other times it's happened. It's a trope. (laughs) Um, It's happened. I can't tell you when, but guess what? Well, I think just, like, the idea of the, like, something traumatic happened to me and shit's fucked up but we need to like you have to i want to talk to you moment i don't know it happens on gilmore girls in a really good moment (laughs) doesn't it happen in um 
the uh oh my gosh i'm literally losing my mind it happens in the gilmore girls uh the gilmore seasons um like the reboot thing they did yeah you didn't watch it i did but it's not good whoa whoa there whoa hold on now yikes sorry chicken just like came into my room and made like the smallest sound that was like maybe like she was about to throw up on all my laundry but i think we're okay (laughs) (laughs) chicken was like guess what bitch she like walked into the room and was like bleh Oh no, she's scratching a thing now. She's I fine. would honestly feel the same way. I would just be like, you know what, you guys are idiots. Whip. She's just mad that I'm like still home. home. She's like, Mom, this is my room. Like I let you sleep here at night, but like get out. What are you doing? Yikes. Ooh. I don't know. Uh I think this was like it was very cute. But it was, like, very, like, here's all of the beats we're gonna hit. Where, like, I feel like we've read a few things in the past which have, like, subverted tropes in a really good way that I really liked. And this one kind of was like, nah, here it is. It's just kind of what it is. Which I, like, is not a negative. Because, like, there's eight kajillion, five thousand, whatever, like, cheesy hetero rom-coms that have the exact same plot and the exact same things happen and i've seen every single one and i love them all um so like i'm not mad that it's very like here's a gay rom-com you know what's gonna happen but like the (laughs) details are different (laughs) well i mean like i kind of really love this (laughs) you know i love i'm no that's what i'm saying like it's not a negative but it's like it this i feel like it sounds like you're dragging this book i know i'm the worst i feel like the last you just called yourself a horse and i was like (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) nay nay um no i feel like the last couple of books we've read have had like significant elements that have to do outside of like the core relationship of the characters that have made them like not necessarily comparable to other things. And this one is kind of just like, no, it's just like a cute romance. And there's like some stuff that happens and it does like, it is modern. So there's like elements of it that aren't in other things, but now she's playing with the thing. She took something out of my mic box. Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway. Oh my God. Um, oh, what what's happening over there? She's pl- she's playing with the thing that I like wrap my wires up in. <laughs> oh my god! Open your door, put her in the hallway, and close the door. <laughs> oh, no, chicken, come here, chicken. I think she knocked she knocked it off the bed, so it's we're okay now. I'm so sorry. Oh, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> um, you were talking about. You're oh, not yeah. dragging it for being a rom-com. No, I'm not dragging it for being a rom-com. Oh, okay. So, like, the other books that we've read have had, like, the majority of the plot or, like, the setting or what have you have made them, like, significant enough outside of just the, like, romantic uh, pairing or the lead characters that they're, like, not necessarily comparable to, like, a here is a beat for beat, like, kind of just, like, a nice story. But also, like, yeah, I don't know. it's it's no i would say that it's like kind of it's on the same level with some rom-coms because there's like some good ones that have dramatic elements (laughs) i've like watched rom-coms no it's fine i've watched rom-coms but i haven't i guess i'm just like not picturing one where i'm like oh this like a family 
I mean, maybe the family stone. I, that's popping to mind for some reason. Something traumatic happens. And, like, that's how the family gets closer. I mean, like, the I guess, like, the thing, like, usually the element that is, like, the dramatic beat is that, like, the two characters, like, fight. And then that's, like, what is, like, the high tension. I don't know. I'm like going through my rom-com Rolodex. I think most of it is just like something happens so they have to be separated and they get into a fight and and then something like uh I don't know like <laughs> anyway, so and like <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, in Greece they I mean this whole the whole thing happens where um they like obviously they start off together and then they sh- sh- Sandy shows up at the school and Danny's all like, uh, bada bing, whatever, blah, 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 my boys. Um, and she gets all upset about it, but then they like end up like dating anyway. And then I guess like the dramatic thing that happens with them is that he fucking starts dancing with Cha Cha at the school dance, and that's like some big drama. Um, he also like definitely tries to go too far at the drive in. There's a lot of troublesome things in Greece now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just rambling. I'm not making any sense. No, it's fine. I'm um, so sorry. I th- do you remember that the time you asked me like why men are the way they are, and I was like, oh, I've had this happen to me. This seems like exactly like what every like queer kid in high school who's like out goes through because someone else. Yeah, you decides. want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen. Was that it was going to be like a oh, every, every, I think every out like queer person regardless of who they are in high school there's like not as many people who are out in high school that you know that's just how it happens and i just thought it was going to be like one of those stories and i was like i can't imagine this is how the story is going to end with like it just being like no i was just like because it it kind of feels like Will was just, like, kind of using Ollie, like, during the summer. And he does say that. He's like, I just thought it was safe. And, like, hearing that just, like, triggered me in such a way that I was just like, oh, God, that's gross. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, again, Ollie was kind of being, like, Ollie is, like, kind of a, I think I was very much like that in high school where, like, I was kind of selfish. Not that I'm like that now at all. No, you're just a little selfless angel. Truly. <laughs> but, um, no, I just, I, for some reason, like, my experience in high school, like, I was just, like, because I guess I was relating to, like, how Ollie is in high school. I can't imagine all of these sassy-ass, like, book teenagers growing up to be adults, because we're not ready for that quick-witted of adults. Gen Z's gonna fuck us up. Truly. Good way. Yeah. But, like, I just imagine, like, that happening where, like, every, like, someone, for some reason, take, takes advantage of, like, an out queer kid because they want to see, like, what's going on. And, like, I feel like most queer people have had that experience, and I thought Will was kind of delving into that. And granted, like, you see that he actually, like, has feelings for Ollie, but, like, it's, he's, some of the way that he, like, presented himself was just, like, oh, I really don't want to like Will, like, at all. Yeah. Well, I think there, I don't know, there's just, like, definitely this strong element that I think is so teenage where it's, like, well, no, I mean, people who are adults do it, but I would 
still categorize it as teenage, um, where you act like an entirely different human when you're around your friends, which is like infuriating. And like, I understand if like some of that is like a defense mechanism, but at the same time, like that kind of is like shitty. No, it's for sure really shitty. But I also, I mean, I think so. There's like this whole element the entire time where like um, Ollie is really frustrated with Will because he like met him over the summer and he was like clearly out, but also like he wasn't out, but he like wasn't scared of like being with him. But he also knew that he wasn't out because they like had moments where they were at his parents' house. And he would, like, actively be like, no, you, you have if we're around my parents because they don't know. And they're like, I'm scared that they're going to, like, kick me out. But then also, like, got frustrated with him when he was, like, trying to be, like, standoffish and, like, give them space. But then also, okay, well, if you want to be friends, we can be friends. I don't know. It was just, like, I was getting very frustrated with Ollie. <laughs> Yeah, and I can see, like, both sides where it's, like, Ollie is kind of being a ding-dong. And, like, in the, in the I want to say the third quarter of the book, if you will, Ollie kind of realizes that, like, he hasn't really been meeting Will, like, halfway at all. And I was like, oh, yikes. This is, like, I totally, I see this. Because he, he's expecting everything to be on his terms. And right. Like, Will is just this, like, poor kid who's like, I don't know, man, I have to rely on my parents from college, and, like, not all of us were born in California. And, like, I understand that, because, like, I have been in different relationship-type things where it's like, someone isn't out, and it's, like, it's kind of a strain. No, yeah, it's, I just, I feel like I'm always more inclined to defend the person who's, like, not out yet, and then... No, exactly, so I get really frustrated when someone's like, oh, no, I'll, I'll, we can, I'll date you or like we can hook up or whatever the fuck. And with me having the active knowledge that you're not out, so you're not comfortable with like PDA or like someone knowing about our relationships. But also I'm going to get mad at you when you like push me away when someone's like walking by us because you think someone's going to like find out in this small town that you live in in the South. Like. You can't have both. No. <laughs> I don't I, know. I, I felt like it was very difficult because I, I've, I haven't necessarily myself been in the situation where it's like, oh, I'm going to push you like five feet away from me because someone decided to like walk down the hallway. But like at the same time, like I can, I can see both angles and it's frustrating because like I completely understand where Will is coming from because he is unsure of his future. He also like didn't get a scholarship, so he is going to be more reliant on his family than he wishes he could like be. And I can imagine that like he he is unsure of how his parents are going to be because uh, I get, I don't know. There's no indication otherwise that like they would be anything other than like in the few scenes they're in. Like they seem to like Ollie. I don't know, but, like, just because you like someone doesn't mean, like, you're going to be chill with your kid dating them, you know? Yeah, I think there's a lot of the energy around his parents that are, like, oh, I'm, like, okay with gay people as long as it's, like, not my kid. 
No, that, exactly. Like, that feels like the energy Will's family has. So we like pretty much learn most of what we know about them and how they would like react and stuff through his perspective. So I feel like it's like skewed because he's just like really scared. Yep. <sighs> Why am I yelling? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> totally, bitch. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I think that was just that was the main thing that I was like getting that I. <clears throat> the main thing about the book that I felt like stood out was just like kind of that, but also like both the characters are seventeen, so I'm just like you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, there's just like uh, it's very having finished the book and seeing like both sides, it's just, it's very difficult because I really like Ollie. Um, but I also really understand Will's side. And I, I think as adults too, like reading this book, like we, we've, uh, seen some shit. So like uh, having an understanding of both sides, I think is completely like under, like is good. It just, it's, I I feel like the person who got the most um, backlash in this book was a a bisexual character. No. Nah. <laughs> Do you have all, any feelings about that? All of well, first of all, okay. So like the thing that. I do, especially if I, like, know that something is, like, kind of a direct relation to something. Like, I went into this reading, like, oh, okay, this is, like, gonna be Grease. So, I have to, like, compartmentalize all of characters now and, like, cast them in their specific roles. So, like, as soon as we, like, Lauren, is that her name? Or Laura? Laura. Laura. As soon as Laura is introduced, I was like, oh, okay, so you're Rizzo, so you're gonna be, like, a little bitch. And I'm going to love you. I really um, disliked her the whole time. But at the same time, I was just like, yes, bitch. <laughs> um, but so, I mean, I think like the, I think, well, no, yeah, that's st- shit still. I think the reason that like her character and all, then like Rizzo, who is like the inspiration clearly is kind of like painted as a villain because she's basically just like enjoys sex and she shouldn't because she's a girl but i really (laughs) liked her energy and i think she was the person the whole time that like that was like holding on to the like the whole you know the 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 thing i said at the beginning of the book there's that like the dedication where it's like hey you also deserve to like take care of yourself. She was that person that was like, no, you also deserve to take care of yourself and fuck other people. Yeah. I I was definitely like really scared at the beginning of the book because I was like, okay, so this is a, this is a book about two, two queer boys. And the only other queer character we have is making out with a girl because the boys like to watch that. That's, Feels fucking shitty. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. The like first scene that she's like really in outside of like when she first meets Ollie is like he sees her making out with another girl at a party and he's like, oh, that's gonna. I didn't know if she was like, okay, that's cool. And then sees that like all of the fucking basketball team is like watching and cheering them on. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's fun. <laughs> I guess that's fine. Sure. <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's um. just like, and then like further into the book, it's explained. I feel like every character is presented to you is like a they're awful, they're terrible, and then it's like they aren't. They really aren't. Yeah, um, and it's up to you to read further into a character. Yeah, <laughs> she. No, I mean, she definitely got, like, a little bit more development and is, like, she later has, like, moments where she's, like, no, actually, like, just kind of, like, making out with that girl and, like, whatever. But all, like, I guess the guys like watching it and I like attention because I'm, like, a teenage girl who has a lot of trauma and, uh, like, perception of my peers is extremely important to me. Um, uh, yep. <laughs> Uh, teenage girls aren't okay check on them um (laughs) i don't know gen z's doing okay i think i think they're doing better who knows Um, they're doing better than us i think Ooh, every generation we get a little stronger the queers or just people in general uh the queers specifically i yeah i agree there was a so okay, so yeah, I don't. She, I think she, I think they did a good job with her. They kind of like as um, Ollie becomes closer friends with her because she's like very like very standoffish, kind of mean to him, like doesn't want to talk to him, and then like slowly, like I think like at one point she like starts talking to him through like his Snapchat, and then like she starts like messaging him, and he's like, "Oh, this is weird. Like we don't talk." when other people aren't around like we talk when we're all hanging out but she doesn't really like talk to me one-on-one so that like once that starts happening they have like a stronger relationship and you learn more about her um which makes sense so like you kind of get the broad strokes and then you get a little bit more as her character develops um i don't know if like the same thing happened with the other two female characters though yeah um i felt really bad for Neve because she's like, I'm going to be a model and Laura is a fucking monster and is like, maybe you need to die before it. And she's just like, listen, you little bitch. <laughs> I'm like, oh my listen, God. Listen, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, the character Neve's I thought entire- we were going to get like more out of um, Juliet with like, once Laura is kind of introduced as like the other queer person in the story, Juliet kind of like falls off. Yeah. Um, she's just kind of there as the like character who comes into a room when someone's upset and is like, are you okay? <laughs> oh my God. Did something happen? Oh my God. Do you want to tell me about it so you can expound what's happening in your inner monologue to the audience who's reading this? But I don't know that there's an audience cause I'm not conscious that I'm in a book. <laughs> Stop. Oops. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of was, like, waiting for Neve's character to be anything other than I'm, like, a plus-size model, and my entire character is about how I'm a plus-size model and how I should think about what food I'm eating all the time or shouldn't think about food, but I have no other thoughts that are just, I'm fat, so I have to constantly be conscious of that, which, like... I can't. <laughs> wow. It's just like, okay, here's the thing. So, like, this is all valid. This is definitely a thing, especially like teenage teenagers in general. Like, body image is like extremely like complicated. And it is like extremely complicated for teenagers because like your body be fucking doing shit. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. 
but it just like it's like definitely not it's like i'm not mad that like it was there but i'm just mad that it was kind of like the only thing that was there yeah i just i'm glad that she then like kind of went in and defended herself because uh her storyline was like it was interesting because when they're at the party like the first house party that there is and um Holly is talking to her about modeling and she's like well obviously it'll be plus size modeling it's like I don't think we needed to get that that added but like I I don't know the her character was I liked her character a lot it was just very um interesting it was I don't know I just felt like there it was hard to fully like her character yeah i think it was um the because like it's like all of the girls kind of have like a male counterpart or whatever everyone has like a like a little something julia does not have a little something she doesn't no (laughs) isn't that fucked it's just the the wall that she phases in and out of when she needs to come into a scene um I really thought that there was like, whatever. No. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I guess because there's like three main boys on the basketball team. And also, then there's like I really four. like Julia because her whole thing was like, listen, I will go to a frat party or two, but I am focusing on myself. And I'm like, you do that. You you get into that conservatory. Yeah, she she was all like, I like music. <laughs> That's my personality. <laughs> I am a clarinet. Well, isn't that all teenagers' like personalities is that they like music? I guess, yeah. I guess if you're a teenager and you're serious enough about classical music that you're going to go to a conservatory, your entire personality is that you are a teenager who's going to go to a conservatory. Yeah, honestly. There's no time for anything else. I did like the... <laughs> okay, so Juliet had her clarinet, but uh, I like that um, everything to do with like Neve's... Like, flirtation with one of the basketball boys there was like never a point where she was like oh, i'm fat so he won't like me everyone was like you're fucking hot and he, he doesn't deserve you so that was kind of nice yeah that was the one thing that like i i don't know again it was just like it was a weird like love-hate relationship with um with her yeah for sure i think um i'm really the i think the thing that i liked about her most is when she literally confronted laura and was like I'm not going to diet. I have a fucking health issue and it makes me feel like crazy when I have to like say this shit to you. And it's, and Laura's just like, I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> it's awful. I hate Laura, but I also really like her. She's just really mean to me. I think she's just like comically mean. She's like Regina George meme where I'm like, real people don't, act like that i don't think real people act like that i think people who actually act like that only act like that because they've seen it happen in movies and then they're like oh is that how i'm supposed to act and it's just like a never-ending know if people are ever that like mean or they just think it's cool i don't know maybe i don't she just seems i would love to know what her like home life is like because she was truly a bitch yeah the outside of like her sexuality there isn't you don't get like much information so presumably she's like that's all fine i'm just like my own internal struggles what's making me an asshole 
<laughs> yeah, she, I think, honestly, if, it, if this book had been about, uh, about Laura, I would have also be interested in reading it. Oh, like a Leah on the offbeat. Truly. That would be interesting. I would, I feel like I would want more of this like universe from different characters perspectives. Yeah, I think I'd be into that. Maybe that's what's missing. It was like, was it first person? It wasn't first person, was it? Am I crazy? Um, it. I think it was first person. Where like the, where if I'm talking about myself, I'm like in my head. I'm like, well, I mean, I could be doing this. Well, like everything was Oliver's using like yeah, I was, statements and stuff. It was. Yeah, okay. it was all from Ollie's perspective. Okay. <laughs> Literally just finished this book. What was it about? No. <laughs> Oh, it's a good so thing sorry. I didn't embarrass myself and ask Sophie to come on to talk to us today. Wow. Just cut me out completely and just do this stuff so by yourself. No. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it... I don't know. I, I think this is just like a genuinely, like... I mean, obviously there are parts that are sad, but, like, I think this was, like, kind of a genuinely, like, funny book. No, I think it was really cute. I liked it. It was it was definitely like cute. I think it was definitely like here's some teens doing jo- some stuff. Is Joy singing? Can you hear her? Yeah. Yeah, she's bringing a laundry upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we wait for her to go up to her room? You can ask her to join. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. What is she singing? I don't know. (laughs) I'm gonna text her and ask her what she's singing. Please do. My phone didn't recognize my face because I was smiling. (laughs) If that's not telling, I don't know what is. (laughs) I'm just like waiting to hear her scream through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna be like, Brendan? Hello. Uh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, is her cackle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, also really and funny. Oop. Um, someone took a laugh track of Ryan laughing, Ryan Lasala, on from one of our episodes. Someone took because oh, he's been on so many. No, but he. Someone took the laugh track of him, like one of the him laughing. And used it on something on Twitter, and I was like, wait a minute. <gasps> Did they tag us? Nope. <laughs> Rude. Truly. I hope Are they listen to, be to like this a so t- they know. Are we going to be like a TikTok audio? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to be TikTok famous? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if only. A version of Super Freak, but I made the lyrics about Shadow. Oh. Oh. Super Shadow. Oh, she's singing. Oh, that's cute. Anyway. Um... <laughs> um I I actually, so I know that we've been beating around the bush for, you know, the uh, past hour. And I know we didn't really talk about the story too, too much. But I mean, like, I I think if we talk about it too much, it would kind of spoil a lot of things. I know, like, some of the things we said have been spoilery, but I, I just shrugged. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, shrug emoji. Shrug. No, I, I really liked it. I thought it was very funny. I also love that my mom, every time she walked by me, she was like, only mostly devastated. Yeah. 
Truly. I love it. Um, yeah. Do you have any other notes about the book? No, I think we covered everything I wrote down. I didn't have too many notes. Yeah, I, I feel like this is, the, like I said, this is like the, like, if I'm imagining a high school story, there are ones, obviously, a lot of the books we read take place in high school, but this one specifically was like, I close my eyes and there's like a small Rolodex and it's like this book, Simon versus, and then like, I would also say, re- I, I want Reverie to be the normal, like high school story. That was, no, it's not. What? <laughs> I want it to be because I'm thinking of like normal teenagers. Um, uh, well, I mean the Simon versus universe. So like Leah on the offbeat. Is oh, also, 100%. I would say, I would also say that, like, um, oh my god, my brain. Um, hold on. Yeah, I'm look she's up broken. Episodes. Hello. <laughs> Death prefers blondes. <laughs> Just your casual high school um, espionage trip through <laughs> Italy, where you're also a spy and all your friends are drag yep. queens. I mean, that yeah. was my high school experience. I don't know about you. That's what, here's the thing, though. That's probably a normal high school experience now, though. Drag queens? Yeah. Have you not realized how many like young kids love drag queens? I mean, yeah, it was because it's on VH1. And they're all on Instagram. It's because they're, they're on Instagram. It's not because it's on VH1. It's because they're on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I would say also... Uh, oh, my gosh. What am I... Deposing Nathan, that's, to me, because it's like... That's like a... Like, I'm imagining a very Southern high school. Mm, yeah, I think that... Probably, um, wish you all the best is probably like it. That's pretty high school. Yes, that's I'm just a very high, like a very special high school story. Yeah, well, that's what that's more. I would say in the category of it's like a rom com and it has tropes, but it subverts the tropes enough that it doesn't follow an exact formula. Yeah, I'd say that. Um, um, Wayward Son is like a normal high school. <laughs> Also, um, Jack of Hearts is very much like Gossip Girl High School, where everyone mm. is just fucking for whatever reason. Yeah, that is like Riverdale High School. Yeah, I don't... Okay, so like I feel like there's like two categories. There's like high school, like this, like this... I feel like this kind of thing, like this fall into the same category as like... 10 Things I Hate About You, like, Clueless, like, like early 2000s, 90s high school. <gasps> yes. And then, like... Honestly, the... Jack of Hearts and... Iconic um, time of high what's school. What's that... What was that one book? Which um, one? <laughs> Uh-oh. I can't remember what it's called. Ba-da-ba. People Like Us. Oh, my God. Yes. That's, like, a Riverdale <laughs> Gossip Girl high school. <laughs> They're like Wait, if you're wearing <laughs> Alexander McQueen boots, you're in <laughs> Riverdale. McQueen jeans, you bitch. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I didn't even know they made jeans. They probably don't. They probably do. Um Yeah, I feel like this falls more into like a classic high school story where now things are so like weird. 
like as much as like 90210 and like classic like teen things had like 30 year olds whatever playing high school students they still were kind of just like dealing with high school problems like oh, so-and-so doesn't like me doesn't want to take the dance maybe maybe there's something happening where like oh fuck i'm pregnant and i'm like 16 like what is the thing that happens and then there's like riverdale <laughs> where like oh my god my Veronica's like i can't open my speakeasy because my dad has a copyright on the whiskey oh no i guess i have to make a deal with my my friend who was also 17 who was the heiress to a maple farm so that we can beat my dad in a gang war like wait did that happen that's this currently happening this season i love riverdale but this shit's fucking wild if you love riverdale kayla rorig is coming out with a werewolf in riverdale Uh... (laughs) yeah truly and i think it's gonna be gay I can't imagine that he would write anything straight. Yeah, so. if he write, I mean, he has written, like, I have read uh, some of his other work that isn't, like, a book book, and some of the short stories were, like, not 100% straight, but also not, like, clearly queer. A little bit bisexual. Perhaps. Well, just dip a toe into the waters. Dip a toe into the waters. Also, our author is Australian. Really? Yes. Also, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> I want to be her friend. I, like, looked at the picture, and I was like, why do I, like, I instantly was like, I need to be friends with this person. So, like, why wasn't Ollie just from Australia? Why didn't we just go full Greece? Oh, I forgot that she's Australian. Well, I think they were just like, uh, we... She already has an accent, and, like, I don't think she can do an American accent, so we'll just make her character Australian. Amazing. I'm just saying. I'm not sure if that's actually true, or I just made that up, but it seems like it could be true. Seems on brand. Seems on brand. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have anything else, really. I mean, I again, I really like this book. Um, I think it's a fun read. I'm glad it was on. I, I'm glad I ordered it, and I <laughs> accidentally... Uh, got three copies of it. How I did ordered, you do that? So I ordered one through an indie bookstore um, for part of uh, Adam Sass's giveaway for Surrender Your Sons. And um, they accidentally sent me two. And I already had one pre, like I had ordered one from Barnes and Noble earlier. So I figured I would be able to do a giveaway of one of them. And um, <laughs> I have three of them now. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I guess... It seems like we have to do a giveaway when um, the world isn't uh, fucked. We'll um, send it to you in a fully sanitized bag with extra um, wipes so you can do it yourself as well. We'll just do what people were doing with, um, oh my god, with Phil Stamper's book. Put it in a Ziploc bag and put it through the wash. You didn't see that video, did you? Wait, say that again? (laughs) So... You know the conversation we had about, like, is this book dirt? Like, is this a clean book? And he was like, that's a shut the fuck up. (laughs) That kind of question. Were you there for that question? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I'm sorry. I just left my body. (laughs) (laughs) Are you just being reminded of the fact that I mortally embarrassed myself? Well, you, yeah, you told Phil that you thought his writing was rough. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say it (laughs) 
fat. Oh I've never God. felt more powerful than being than both me and him just waiting for you to finish that sentence. <laughs> we had the same energy. We were like, "What do you mean? Oh, uh, you want to finish I that? What are we talking about?" That. And both Bold of you and know couldn't, that. and you couldn't <laughs> finish your sentence. <laughs> I didn't even say that though. Oh my God. <laughs> Truly, no. Um, there were people sending like in the comment thread. Of, of him saying, like, please don't ask me if my book is clean. <laughs> there were people sending him videos on, on TikTok, and that's why he made a TikTok, of them putting, like, I didn't realize his book was in a Ziploc bag, but someone put his, like, was washing his book, and I was like, oh, my God, don't send that to the author. Why would you ever? <laughs> Truly. And then I realized it was a Ziploc bag, and I was like, oh, okay. I feel oh, it's safe. fine now. That's the only way we're going to send books out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Washed and in a Ziploc bag. I can just order one and just send it to you. <laughs> so we'll just have more. <laughs> oh. Um, but I mean, I'm glad it was a book that I actually like really, really liked. Cause I, I, I liked this book. Um, I thought it was like a funny story other than like the, you know, the deep emotional beats. Um, Ollie is like a little ding dong, but I also like really love him. Laura is just like, she's that bitch. Honestly, no doubt. And I love... She's that bitch. She's truly the most powerful character in this book. And she's like, yes, I am bisexual. Fuck off. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I feel like I rambled enough and covered like most of the things that I wanted to talk about. Cool. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I feel like I always do this in like an hour after we finish recording. I'm like, fuck, I should have talked about this because this will make me sound not dumb. Whereas, well, too bad. As opposed to what I do normally where I'm just like, oh, da, 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 it's a book I, I read. It, it was a book. <laughs> it was a book that I read. And then I'm like, here's a light critique. And you're like, I can't believe you hated it. Oh, my God. I, that didn't even happen. <laughs> I mean, I did That's start to talk about it, and you're like, "Don't, don't be mean." And I was like, "No, no it's not you, mean." I'm the just... way you were saying it, it was just like, "Oh, so you're dragging this book?" It's just my nature. So you're saying it was rough. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the last thing I will say is that I thought the writing was good. That is the last thing I will say. Yeah, I liked it. I think the dialogue was like believable. It had like a good. It had enough elements of, like, modern technology where it felt like, okay, yeah, this is, like, teenagers, but it didn't feel forced. No, and I think my favorite thing of the book overall was just that uh, they meant, all it goes, well, Britney Spears could be president, and this person wouldn't even know. And I'm like, this is sad, but also I loved that idea. Um, yeah, I think Miss Spears could be our next candidate. <laughs> Honestly, um, she said eat the rich, so I get it. She's really, she's out here. She's doing it for us. She said, you better work, bitch. But here's what I really meant by that. <laughs> Redistribution of wealth. That's what I meant. You want a Maserati? <laughs> that you I want a Bugatti? You, mine, bitch. <laughs> you better redistribute the wealth, bitch. <laughs> Truly. All right. Well, the book we were talking about today is Only Mostly Devastated by Sophie Gonzalez. Um, it's a real fun romp. I think y'all would like it. And plus, like, apparently if you like Grace, you'll like this book. <laughs> It's yeah, it's like Greece, but what if it was gay? I mean, that should be and, and we modern. need to take everything and say, but what if it was gay? Yeah, no, I truly, 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 truly. That's our mission.
the gay agenda is. That's the gay agenda. We solved it. Truly. But my name is Brandon Patrick. That's Sophie G. And you've been listening to the Superlit Podcast. Outro music. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs)